0: Hey, welcome to the podcast, my name is Andrea, I'm a previous Queer Officer here at Monash and currently working at Inclusive Communities and my pronouns are she and her. Today we're going to find out what LGBTIQA means. As an international student there is a lot to learn about a new country and its culture. Part of knowing Australian culture is actually understanding the LGBTIQA community here and the issues. Um, not everyone in Australia actually has a good understanding of this as well, but Monash, we value an inclusive community, uh, where everyone feels safe. So as a student, it's important to make other people from different communities feel safe, just as we respect your community. Now there's lots of language differences. So we're going to go over all of these today, but we have some guests joining us here today and I'll get them to introduce themselves.
1: Hi, my name is Joy. by better pronouns he, him, this. I'm from um, Malaysia, and I'm currently studying my Master's of Public Health. I previously held uh, a, a position, um, which is the officer, uh, activity officer uh, in MURIS, which stands for Monash University International Student Service. Um, I'm currently right now just a casual student, but uh, particip- is participating in the podcast.
2: And hello, my name is Buddy. I am a former Monash student. I am a Mon- um, Monash graduate, so I'm part of the Monash alumni. Um, I am currently a vice president of the AGMC, the Australian GLBTIQ Multicultural Council. I go by he and him for my pronoun, and I'm just happy to be back in my old campus. Awesome.
0: Um, so as you've mentioned, we've said pronouns a few times. Pronouns are just terms that we use to refer to another person without using their name. So obviously in English, we have many different pronouns to use based on the gender of someone, someone, but let's get into actually what gender means. So we're going to ask what is the difference between sex, gender
2: and sexuality? So, when we think about sex, we think about our biological makeup. We think about most of the times, we think about our genitalia. Now, sex, like I said, is biological makeup, is physical. Um, the way I like to explain it to people, think about what's under your pants or what's behind your clothes, was when it comes to gender, that's different to sex. Um, a lot of people associate gender and sex, but that's, those two are actually different. So when we think about gender, we think about masculinity, and we think about femininity, we think about manhood and womanhood. So in general, people who are born male, um, they are assumed to be men, gender and masculine and people who are born female they assume to be women or and femininity. Um, sex and gender can be different um, just because someone born with either a male or female biological makeup doesn't mean that their gender is the same as their sex. And we talk about sexuality that's about the matter of the heart that's about who we find attractive um, who we love who we desire so sex is the biology, gender is the identity, the social construction behind it and sexuality is our desire and our feelings.
0: All right. Thanks for that, buddy. So obviously the question for this podcast is what does LGBTQIA plus stand for? Now you're going to hear lots of different versions of this. You might just hear LGBT, LGBTIQ. Um, you might just hear parts of it. Uh, But let's go through uh, the LGBTQIA plus version of the acronym. Obviously, these are a collection of labels. The community is a lot more complex than these labels. They include a lot of people, but we're going to go through the basics. The L stands for lesbian. It's those who are attracted to the same gender, but is used primarily for those who identify with or as women and who are attracted to people who identify as women. Um, gay or G for gay stands for basically the equivalent, but mainly men. People who are attracted to the same gender. Um, B stands for bisexual. Now that's people who are attracted to two or more genders. The next one is T for transgender. Now, someone who is transgender is someone who identifies with a different gender than that assigned at birth. Now this could be someone who was assigned... Uh, the gender male at birth um, but believe they have a different gender they might identify as a woman or they might identify as neither um, these people might call themselves genderqueer or non-binary you can learn a bit more about that at Queer 101 um, which you can look up on Nash website um, the next letter is Q for queer or questioning um, so queer is actually a term you'll see used a lot around Monash. There's a Monash queer department. Queer is used as a, an umbrella term in many ways for anyone who does not identify as cisgender. So I've told you transgender is someone who identifies with a different gender than that assigned at birth. Cisgender people, they tend to be comfortable with their gender identity and the roles that's, that put on them with society. Um, heterosexual is obviously someone who's attracted to a different gender so it's maybe someone a man who's attracted to women. Um, queer people don't identify as either of these uh, and obviously if you're questioning you're not really sure where you stand right now. Now the I stands for intersex. Now as you mentioned gender and sex are different. Someone who doesn't identify as male or female is different for someone whose sexual characteristics are different from our expectations of male and female bodies. So um, there's biological variations in sex characteristics that don't meet typical definitions for male or female bodies. Um, A stands for asexual or aromantic. Now if you are asexual you have little or no sexual attraction to someone. If you're aromantic you have little or no romantic attraction to someone. All right, so let's get into language. So coming to Australia, there are major differences in language used to describe these communities, as well as language that we might find more or less appropriate. Joy, what is your experience um, with language differences
1: here in Australia? So, before looking about language back in my, back in Malaysia, so a little background in Malaysia, the queer community are generally um, not accepted or well understood. And so we don't really have a, a specific terms to, for example, describe gay or, or lesbian or, or other terms uh, and say like non-binary and such. However, growing up in Malaysia, common terms that are used are like shemale or, or butch. So regardless whether you're gay or in a male-male relationship, people um, be, uh, Back in Malaysia would try to um, characterize one of you as female, so it has to be a, a male and female um, relationship um, because of uh, social construct. And um, other stuff were like um, because i grown up uh, learning um, Chinese, so the pronunciation um, when it comes to uh, referring to gender is the same. However, when it comes to the writing and the alphabet, there's a, a different um, way when, uh, when you know when it comes to refer to gender.
2: And for me, it's the same thing. Um just like Malaysia, Indonesia, neighbor country, um, we use LGBT, not LGBTIQA+. Um, that's LGBT as an acronym is a lot more understood. Um, of course, we, we always have trans community as part of the Indonesian culture. So we got the warias. Um, but now the warias kind of being put under the T umbrella. So it's, it's very interesting in Indonesia, LGBT is more known, but not in a Good way, not in a positive way. There's quite a lot of backlash at the moment from the political leaders, um, from the religious leaders as well. So they often use LGBT in a very negative way. Um, it's it's also interesting because queer is is seen as this Western academic term. So queer, some some of my friends who are academics, they. Can freely use queer and use queer studies um, to get grants and to get support from the universities um, and to to hold a public forum on queer, but they can't actually do it on LGBT. So yeah, it's uh, it can be a bit confusing for people who just come to 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 Australia and see how LGBTIQA+ is widely used. Um, when when I know some people who come from Indonesia, it actually be rather be confronting. To, to identify given that that identity has been used to um, to, to criminalise them or to marginalise them
0: I know that here in Australia the Indigenous community uses some different terms as well for instance some people use sister girls or brother boys um, and different cultures have lots of different terms to refer to gender so just be aware that um, the terms that people feel comfortable using try to respect that as much as possible because They have a different experience and so just ask them or just respect what they tell you. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Troy. It's been so great talking to you and everyone have a great day.